Welcome to The Fastest Five Minutes, presented by Kroll & Mooring. We are your co-hosts for this edition, Peter Ayer and Yuan Zhou, bringing you a bi-weekly summary of significant government contracts, legal and regulatory developments that no government contracts lawyer or executive should be without. Yuan's going to get us started with an update about GSA's acquisition of software. Thanks, Peter. On January 11th, GSA issued Acquisition Letter MV23-02, which addresses how current GSA acquisition policy and IT policy will work together to ensure that only approved software, including products containing software, is acquired and used at GSA. The memo anticipates the GSA IT will update its processes for approving software to include requiring vendor attestations that certify compliance with NIST SP 800-218, the Secure Software Development Framework, and anticipates issuing an updated attestation process by June 2023 as part of pre-award and post-award contract deliverables for all impacted software. The memo explains that if any existing contracts include the use of software that was previously approved and is no longer approved, any future period of performance cannot be exercised. For any new GSA contract with requirements for the use of software, award can only be made after ensuring that the GSA IT standards process has been followed. So we'll be tracking those developments as that June deadline comes forward. Thanks so much, Yuan. On February 7th, DOJ announced that settlements and judgments under the False Claims Act exceeded $2.2 billion for fiscal year 22, which represents the second highest number of settlements and judgments in a single year. This was all featured as part of the annual report that explains all of the actions under the False Claims Act. Government and whistleblowers were party to 351 total settlements and judgments. The announcement also talked about where some of the enforcement priorities are. So the high number, according to DOJ, the high number of settlements reflected the department's focus on new priorities, including fraud and pandemic relief programs and violations of cybersecurity requirements in government contracts and grants. So this is another reminder that cybersecurity remains a real focus area for DOJ as it thinks about False Claims Act enforcement. The DOJ specifically highlighted its pursuit of cases involving improper payments under the Paycheck Protection Program and the work of the Cyber Fraud Initiative, which is dedicated to using the FCA to combat new and emerging cyber threats. Now back to you on for two more updates. Thanks, Peter. On January 25th, DOD issued a proposed rule to implement Section 803 of the NDAA for fiscal year 2022. Among other things, Section 803 permanently authorized the DOD to acquire innovative commercial products and services using general solicitation competitive procedures and the peer review of such proposals in conjunction with the FAR Part 12 contract. The proposed rule would modify DFARS Part 212 to add a new subpart titled Defense Commercial Solutions Opening and allow contracting officers to use a general solicitation known as a Commercial Solutions Opening, a CSO, to obtain innovative solutions or potential capabilities that fulfill requirements, to close capability gaps or provide potential innovative technological advancements, and when meaningful proposals with varying technical or scientific approaches can be reasonably anticipated. 
Now, innovative is defined in the proposed rule as any technology, process, or method, including research and development, that is new as of the date of submission of a proposal, or any application that is new as of the date of a submission of a proposal. Now, one final update. On January 26th, NIST released the AI Risk Management Framework, along with a number of companion documents, to provide organizations with a voluntary resource to responsibly design, develop, and deploy AI technologies. The framework emphasizes the unique risks posed by AI systems, which without proper controls can perpetuate or exacerbate inequitable or undesirable outcomes for individuals and communities. So the framework is designed to equip organizations with the proper controls and approaches to increase the trustworthiness of AI systems and help foster the responsible design development, deployment, and use of AI systems over time. Peter, back to you. Great. Thanks so much, Yuan. And we will wrap up this edition. This has been the Fastest Five Minutes brought to you by Kroll and Mooring. See you again in two weeks. If you have any questions about these items, I can be reached at 202-624-2807. And Yuan can be reached at 202-624-2666. Thank you for joining. The Fastest Five Minutes podcast is brought to you by Kroll and Mooring LLP. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, and if you enjoy our show, please leave us a review. You can find more information at kroll.com slash govconpodcast. <laughs>